right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Oh, you are originally from Maryland. Okay. Uh, if you are wondering who this person is on the internet, this lady that I'm listening to, if you're listening to the podcast replay, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your articles of incorporation, EIN numbers, DUNCE numbers, contracts for clients and partners, brand protection strategies, hiring and training strategies. I help you do all of these things uh, so that your business can have a strong foundation so that you can hit these business streets with confidence and also so that you can do things like, you know, build business credit and, you know, apply for PPP loans, get business loans, uh, get your products into big box stores. All right. So all of, all of the foundational things that you need to get that process started, I help you with. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administration support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that is why I'm here. So if you or someone you know is in the startup phase of your business, or you know, you've got a business idea and you don't know where to start, or you've been in business for a while, but you don't have all the paperwork in order, and you need some structure, in your business, call me up. Uh, you know, if you want to get in contact with me, you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, uh, you can also, uh, download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also access a lot of my digital products. Like this month, we're focusing on EIN numbers. So I have my Let's Get EIN Numbers video training um, available at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live broadcast, you can watch or listen at your leisure. And last but not least, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can get your NPL Legal Dish merch, y'all. Okay, you can get your mugs. You can get your t-shirts. We got them in three colors, white, black, and navy blue. So, you know, if you enjoy the show and you want to rep your set and you want to let people know how you guys are smart, um, you know, go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, grab your mug and your t-shirt. All right, but that is enough about uh, my business side. Let's get to the show and why you're here, all right? So um, this is how the show works, at least this year. We've added some new things, and this month we've added a new segment. So at the top of the show, hi, 76 Grimke, we will be doing our Black Business Spotlight of the evening. Um, this, uh, and the Black Business Spotlight is a business that I have personally, you know, used a service or a product um, a service or a product that I have spent my money on, nobody is paying me to do this, uh, then we will have our NPL Nuggets, which is a quick business or legal concept that I teach you in a couple of minutes. And then we get into our stories. Now, where do I find these stories? I find them from everywhere. I get them from you lovely people like 76 Grim K, my girl that just popped in. She hit me up with two stories today, and she hit me up with another story yesterday, but I wasn't on. 
Um, I get them from blog sites. I get them from, I have Google alerts set up. I get ideas from podcasts. I get these stories from everywhere. And the common thread is that I pull stories that have business lessons that we can learn and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful. And I will be asking you questions, um, as well and be asking for your opinion. So, you know, it, it, um, it behooves you to pay attention so that you can get in on this conversation. The show is just a lot more fun when we are all communicating with each other, okay? So, that is enough, uh, ro- oh, no, no, yeah, oh, yeah, all right, so, yeah, so that's enough, uh, pre-roll, let's get into our, sh- oh, no, no, sorry, no, I didn't forget, okay, so before we even start on those parts, obviously, you see the title of today's show is Happy Birthday, Joey. Today is my sister's birthday, Joanne Pierre-Lewis, of I call her Joey, the whole family calls her Joey, um, she is a wonderful woman. She's growing up to be, well, she's grown up. I mean, she's 35. Like, I I still see her as my little sister, but, you know, she's a grown woman. Um, but today is her birthday, and while I can't be with her, I want to wish her the happiest of birthdays and all the good things in life. Not only is it her birthday, it is also my cousin Jamina's birthday and my cousin Aaron's birthday. So happy birthday to my sister and my two cousins, my you Aquarians. You're all over the place. Um, I love you with all my heart. Uh, I want to say hi to my mom and dad, uh, and all my family members and friends who watch, okay? Uh, so that is, uh, part one of my intro, part two of my intro. Uh, yesterday, most of you saw that I wasn't on. I said I'd be on, uh, we're going to make up the show Thursday, which we are, but yesterday, um, my... So y'all know I love my Toby, but before I had Toby in my life, there was another dog in my life named Kayla. Uh, and yesterday we had to put Kayla down after 14 years and I went with, uh, my dear friend to, um, go put Kayla down and that's why I wasn't here. Thank you, 76 Grimke. But you know, good news and bad news, but we are going to uphold the good news. So happy birthday to all my fam, especially Joey. Um, if you are looking for a spice company that is non-GMO, all organic, my sister Joanne, she has a spice company called Of The Season Spices. She have, she's having a birthday sale. You can get 35% off of orders, 35% or more. So go to ofthesasonspices.com, okay? Yes, it's a shameless plug. She's my sister. Why shouldn't I? All right. But now let's get to the real show, okay? So top of the show, black business of the evening. Ladies, 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 okay? Um, actually, I should have gotten... Give me one second. I'm going to I'm going to get the thing for you. Don't leave. I'm right here. Hold on. Okay. All right, guys. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys know that I'm not really big on, um, you know, designer names and things. But when I see something I like, I like it, right? And a couple of years ago, I found this bag designer on Instagram. Um, and I ordered a bag from her. And her bags are amazing. They are hand-painted, handcrafted, so much good craftsmanship. So if you're looking for, you know, a well-crafted bag that isn't, you know, one of the major, you know, Louis Vuitton, you want to do something different, I encourage you to shop Hella Day and Shola bags. Um, so this is the bag that I purchased from them a couple of years ago. Handmade in Nigeria. Um, the prices are super reasonable. 
Um, she also makes clothes. So if you're looking for handmade clothing and bags from Nigeria that rival the quality of any designer bag you've ever seen, go check out Helade and Shola bags on Instagram, okay? And if you need the, um, the IG handle, just DM me and I will send it to you, okay? So that is our Black Biz of the evening. Uh, moving into our NPL nuggets. So who can tell me what we're covering this month? Cheryl, you, I think you were the one who got it on Monday. Who can tell me the topic that we are covering this month? Last month we covered business entities. What we covering this month? Mm, 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 mm. What are we covering? I know y'all know. Um, I'm going to give you a second because I know that uh the that it takes a little bit of time for the uh the comments to come in. Y'all don't y'all don't remember what we're talking about this month? Okay. I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Uh so this month we are covering EIN numbers, okay? EIN numbers. We uh last week we covered what they are. Um yes, thank you 76 Grimke. She came in in the paint in, uh, in the last minute. Okay. We've covered what EIN numbers are. We've covered what part of the reason why you need e, an EIN number. Um, and we, and now we're going to be talking about, you know, what you need to know about an EIN number. And what I want you to know about an EIN number, what we covered on Monday is one, an EIN number is free. And two, you can only get one EIN number per day per social security number, right? What does that mean? So let's say a lot of you have multiple business ideas. If let's say you want to open a hair salon, a laundry and a auto body shop, right? Those are three different businesses that need three EIN numbers. You cannot get EIN numbers for each of those businesses on the same day. You would have to get one on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. So when you, when it comes to EIN numbers, when you are applying, you can only apply for one EIN number per day. Okay, so that is our NPL nugget of the evening. Hello, Chef Aru. Okay, um, and if you want to catch up on any of the other NPL nuggets or um, get the entire lesson on EIN numbers, make sure that you pick up the Let's Get EIN Numbers video training. It is available at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Um, and also, you know, catch up on the on the past episodes of this show if you just want to pick up, you know, little things here and there. But the EIN workshop, that's the best way to get the comprehensive um, lesson on EIN numbers, what they are, why you need them, and how you get them, Okay. All right, but let's move on to our stories. Hello, Sincere39. You hopped right in, like, at the beginning of, you know, the, the good stories, okay? Well, they're all good, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so uh, a lot of our stories tonight, I just want to give a special shout-out to 76 Grimke. When I tell you 76 Grimke, she's like a one-woman writing team. She be filling my inbox with stories for this show and at least three of tonight's stories are because of um, things that she has sent to me. So I really want to thank you, um, 76 Grimke, for being so engaged and being so interested in this topic. Uh, all right? Shouts out to you, girl. Okay, so our first story of the evening. Uh, if you know who Kat Von D is, if you know who Kat Von D is, please give me a K in the comments. If you know who Kat Von D is, please give me a K in the comments. 
Um, I kind of know who she is. Kat Von D is a very well-known, you're welcome, Seven Sister Scream K. She's a very welcome, uh, very well-known tattoo artist. Um, she has a shop out in LA called High Voltage. I feel like she was in, she was like the side piece to some celebrity and she was like all in the news at some point. Anyway, but Kat Von D, she's a tattoo artist, right? Um, and apparently, uh, a couple of years ago, Kat Von D did a, uh, you know, she designed a tattoo on a client's body that was a picture of Miles Davis. If you don't know who Miles Davis is, he is a very uh, famous jazz musician, right? Now, the, the, the design that Kat Von D tattooed onto this client was based on a picture that was taken by Jeffrey Sedlick. It was a picture that was taken in 1989. Who, Kat Von D? Are you are you asking who Kat Von D is sincere? Kat Von D is is a tattoo is a well known tattoo artist out in L A. Um, yeah, so uh, Kat Von D she she does this Miles Davis tattoo on her client's arm. The tattoo is based on a picture that was taken of Miles Davis in 1989 by this photographer named Jeffrey Sedlick. Now, when Jeffrey took this picture, it was used as the cover of a magazine called Jazz Is in that same year, 1989. Oh, oh, Jesse James and she were supposed to get married. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sincere. Um, all right, so Jeffrey, he took this picture of Miles Davis that Kat Von D put on her client's arm, right? Jeffrey is suing, um, oh, she has a makeup line, gothic looks. Okay, so y'all know who she is. I don't really know who she is. Y'all can tell me. Um, though I have heard of Kat Von D Cosmetics. Okay, so Jeffrey, he somehow, you know, as most people do, Kat Von D, she posts her work on her social media and she posted this Miles Davis tattoo that she did. Jeffrey, somehow, you know, he came across it and he is suing Kat Von D for copyright infringement because he's saying that this picture that he took of Miles Davis in 1989, it's copywritten. He gives licenses out to people to use it and he wants $150,000 because Kat Von D is, uh, he's saying that Kat Von is using his work to promote her business. Um, now, it, now, when Kat Von D posted this tattoo, she tagged her shop. Kat Von D has 7 million followers on IG. Uh, according to Sincere39, she's a good tattoo artist, and apparently she had a show. I, You know way a lot about this girl, Sincere. You want to come on and talk about it? <laughs> I'll bring you on. Um, but yeah, so... Kat Von D is being sued by this photographer for a picture that he took over, you know, 30 years ago, um, because he has a copyright and he's saying that Kat Von D, you know, she, she did, she didn't ask his permission. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that tattoo artists need, should get permission from, you know, um, for images that could be copyrighted if they're putting them on skin. Do you think that that's something that tattoo artists need to think about in this day and age? What do you think about that? Because we've had a couple of issues. Remember there was a, a tattoo artist who sued some video game because they used his tattoo designs on Le LeBron James or something like that. 
but what but what about on the other end? If let's say somebody comes in with a picture of Beyonce from like the cover of Vogue, do you think that they should have to get, you know, the photographer's permission who took that picture of Beyonce to tattoo it on somebody? Or is J is Jeffrey Sedlick doing too much? What do you guys think? Because Kat Von D, she saw the picture. She's like, oh, shoot, this is really cool. It's Miles Davis. Let's put it on you. And Jeffrey's like, but I took that picture, girl. What do you, um, since it doesn't think that they should have to get permission, but they can settle it in court. They, yeah, I guess they're going to have to settle it because, you know, I, I honestly don't, don't know how this is going to lead. I don't know if, you know, tattooing something onto someone's body might change the idea of, of, you know, what you have to do for copywriting, but this is a very interesting case. So I want to get a quick, uh, since it's a grand theft auto. Okay. Grand theft auto. So I want to get a quick vote, a quick poll from you guys. If you think that tattoo artists should have to get, um, 76 Grim K said, yes, ask for permission and pay to use. Oh, so you already answered my question. Uh, 76 Grim K feels like tattoo artists should have to ask permission and pay to use copyrighted images. Do you guys agree with 76 Grim K or do you think that that might stifle the creativity in the tattoo industry? Do you think that tattoo artists should have to get copyright licenses to use copyrighted images to tattoo on people's skin? What do you guys think? What do you think? Because I understand where Jeffrey is coming from. It's not like Kat Von D drew the picture of Miles Davis. She literally took his work and just transferred it to another canvas, right? Um, since it's 39 said, I mean, it wasn't trademark. It wasn't trademark, but it was copyrighted. Now, when you have a copyright, you you get to say what happens with your work, right? But my thing is, we know that Jeffrey has a copyright, but should that copyright extend to tattooing something on your body? Think about how many people tattoo logos and trademarks and things like that on their body, right? What do you think? Um, since C39 said some laws will need to be written or rewritten. Cheryl, where are you, girl? Um, okay. Okay, I, I think so. I think that copyright law, it, it, again, yes, it does need to be updated. Cheryl said, I think permission should be granted to use the image. Okay, so when you're saying that, you, th- you think that the tattoo artist should have to ask for the permission or it should just be automatic? Let me know what you think, Cheryl. Okay, since it's 39 said some laws will need to be written or rewritten. Yes, so we all know that copyright law, intellectual property law, it it has not caught up with technology. It's not caught up with this day and age, right? So I think since it's 39, he's very correct. There's a lot of changes that need to happen within the intellectual property laws and how they're written and what they apply to. But I think this is going to be a very interesting case to follow. So uh, once I get some updates, I will definitely let you guys no. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on to our next story. Does anybody know who Dwight Yoakam is? Dwight Yoakam. Uh, if, if you know who Dwight Yoakam is, give me a cowboy emoji. Uh, Dwight Yoakam, he is a famous country music star. Apparently I'm, I'm not big in country, so I don't really know him. Um, Hey, Miss Whitney, apparently he wrote the songs, 
He he is the originator of songs Honky Tonk Man and Miner's Prayer. Um, since they're 39, but people get famous people tattooed on their body all the time. They do, but do they base it on a picture that is copyrighted already? That's the thing, Sincere39. It's like, you know, am I using a picture that I saw, you know, in an arc? Like, that's the thing. Where are you getting the inspiration for the picture? That's what the issue is. All right, so I've got two people who know that Dwight Yoakam is a country singer. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, okay? Um, Dwight Yoakam, he created the songs Honky Tonk Man and Miner's Prayer that I have never heard. Uh, And he is currently suing... Warner Music. So apparently some years ago, Dwight Yoakam licensed out his music to Warner Music to let them, you know, distribute it and, you know, make them some money, whatever. But there is a law that allows you to pull back your copyright licenses after a certain amount of time, at least within the music realm. Um, You can get it back after 35 years. And apparently uh, Dwight wants his copyrights back from Warner Music and they are not giving it to him. So he is suing them for copyright infringement. He's an actor also. What did he act in? Since you want to come up and do the show, you know everything about everything today. (laughs) Okay. All right. But Dwight Yoakam, he's suing Warner Music. He's saying that they won't return his copyrights. Warner Music, they acting like nobody's home. They looking out the window, hearing somebody knock on the door and just pretending like they're not there. What is going on? Why do you think Warner Music won't give Dwight Yoakam back his copyrights to his music? Why? Because he's, he's, he's legally entitled to them. What are they doing? What's wrong with you, Warner Music? Because it's, uh, I mean, yeah. Hold on. Why do you think that Warner Music is reluctant to return Dwight Yoakam's copyrights? He was in Panic Room? Okay. Alright. Did I see Panic Room? I did not see Panic Room. Um, 76 Grim K said, because they probably owe him money. Ooh. Cause, oh, all right. Okay. I can follow that because he, they've had copyright license to his music for a while. You don't know who they sent it out to. Um, all that since they said, cause they are making money off of it. Okay. That's very right. Okay. Yeah. But you've made your money now return the copyright. It's not like Warner, Warner music is hurting for money. What's the, what's the problem? Um, Cheryl said it has to be something in the small print. Okay, so we we would need to see what this agreement was between Dwight Yoakam and Warner Music to find out, is there a discrepancy here? Or is Warner Music just, you know, trying to brush it off? Um, I hope that they're able to settle this, you know, amicably. I hope, I always hope for artists to get their money. I also hope Dwight Yoakam is not a Trump supporter. (laughs) All right. Okay. Um, but yes, but the, these two stories, they are very important because they are examples of why you need to have your copyrights in order so that you have standing to sue. As of now, if you go to the court and you're trying to sue for copyright infringement, you need a legal copyright because otherwise the court is going to say, girl, what are you doing? So if you have work that you want to protect, works of art that you've created, music, photography, books, poetry, 
choreographed dances, sculptures, paintings, and you want to protect it, make sure you have your copyright, okay? All right. Um, since 39 said, you know the music industry is greedy. It is, but I mean, like, you just gonna really try and steal right in front of my face? <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday, Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, please, please, please contact me. I want to help you. I am a licensed attorney with a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their business goals. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consult today. All right. Right? Okay, moving on to our next story. Uh, if you have ever used Splenda, is there a sugar emoji? If you have ever used Splenda, uh, if there's a sugar emoji, give me a sugar emoji or just give me an S in the comments. If you have ever used Splenda, if you don't know what Splenda is, where have you been? Splenda is a sugar substitute that is supposed to you know, not raise your blood sugar, but apparently it also causes lesions in the brain. Um, okay. 76 Gray, you've never used Splenda? Wow. I've used Splenda before, but I don't use it anymore. My mom told me to stop. Um, anybody else? Uh, JT Black said he hates Splenda. Okay. Since it and I said no. Oh, y'all healthier than me. Ah, look. I've got no problem using Splenda, okay? Um, and and depending on what you're using Splenda is, JT Black 87, it can have a weird aftertaste. Um, but, you know, for the most part, Splenda ain't bad. Um, but moving away from Splenda, how many of you guys have seen Splenda knockoffs? If you have seen a Splenda knockoff, give me... The thumbs up emoji. JT Black 87 said, I'm diabetic and the sugar substitutes suck. Oh man, I'm sorry. Since it that said sugar is bad enough. Okay. If you have seen Splenda knockoffs, give me a thumbs up. Cheryl said she's never used Splenda. Y'all are some healthy people. Um, JT Black, I know there's something called xylitol that's supposed to be a sugar substitute that might not be bad. Um... It's like an alcohol-derived sugar. Maybe try xylitol if you haven't already. Um, nobody's seen Splenda knockoffs? I see them everywhere. Anyway, um, Splenda is suing a, uh, a chain um, convenience store called Speedway. Has anybody heard of Speedway? If you've heard of Speedway, give me a Speedway in the comments. Um, and Speedway, they have, you know... I guess they're like a 7-Eleven. They've got locations all over. Um, okay. JT Black 87 said, very weird, but Splenda tastes better than the other stuff. Okay. All right. Well, Splenda, Sincere 39 said, sweet and low. But sweet and low is in the pink packet. When I say a Splenda knockoff, I mean like, have you seen a, um, a sugar substitute that comes in a yellow packet? Nobody seen them? I have. I actually see them all the time. Um, they say like sucralose on them. But uh, apparently Splenda is coming after whatever company is doing this. They are suing um, Speedway. 
for their knockoff uh, Splenda. Uh, you have Cincy 39 for, for their knockoff Splenda packets because they come in yellow. Um, and they're saying that, you know, they're trying to trade off of Splenda's goodwill. Uh, Cheryl said Speedway is a convenience store, right? Yes, it is a convenience store. We don't have them here in the DMV area as far as I know, but I have heard of them before. But apparently Speedway was selling their own, you know, sucralose brand, and it was marketed very similarly to Splenda, and Splenda is coming after Speedway. Guys, this is why it's important to protect your business names, your designs, your logos, so that people can't do this to you, right? Because Splenda has their uh, business color and their and their business name trademark and how their product looks, they can go after Speedway for, you know, um, for copying their, their uh, you know, their brand and, and making some confusion in the marketplace because I might just look at that yellow packet and think it's Splenda, right? Um, since the other night said they are in the South. Since the other night, you're going to be my co-host one day, okay? Um... Yes, so Splenda is going after Speedway. For those of you who might be in the South where Speedway is, um, I'm giving you a little bit of homework. If you happen to come across a Speedway, go in there and see if you find, you know, their version of Splenda. Take a picture of it and tag me in it, okay? But I'm very interested to see what happens between Splenda and Speedway. Um, I've never seen Splenda in a lawsuit before, and I want to see, you know, how hard they go in the paint. And I also want to see what kind of excuses Speedway comes up with. How many of you guys think that Splenda will win, and how many of you think that Speedway will win? If you think Splenda's going to win, give me a red dot. If you think Speedway's going to win, give me a blue dot. Splenda, red dot, Speedway, blue dot. What do y'all think? Who do you think is going to win in the battle between Splenda and Speedway with the fake sugar? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, okay. We have one, two, three more stories. Okay. 76 Grim K thinks Splenda is going to win. Okay, I've got one red dot. Thank you. Y'all ain't voting? Are y'all not voting? This is how we lose elections, people. This is how we got 45 in office, because people didn't vote. <laughs> but if you driving, don't vote. Uh, all right. But uh, we will we will wait and see what happens between Splenda and Speedway. Okay, we have like three more stories and I want to get through them. So I'm going to go a little bit faster. All right. Next story we are talking about. If you have ever watched the Rose Bowl Parade, if you ever watched the Rose Bowl Parade, I got two red dots. Give me a flower emoji, any type of flower. I don't care what it is. If you have ever watched the Rose Bowl emoji, give me some type of flower emoji. Okay. Now. If you didn't know, there is an organization called Tournament of Roses. They um, they handle the programming for the Rose Bowl and the Rose Bowl game, right? They are a nonprofit civic organization. They do the parade every year. You know that parade you see on TV when they have those floats made with thousands and thousands of flowers? That is controlled by an organization called the Tournament of Roses, all right? Now, um, Tournament of Roses, they have trademarks for the term Rose Bowl and Rose Bowl game, this nonprofit civic organization. Remember, nonprofits can have trademarks too, right? Now, because we are in the age of COVID, uh, the Rose Bowl game was canceled. 
um, and it usually takes place in the city of Pasadena, but y'all know California was basically on fire, so they had to cancel it in Pasadena, and they moved it to Texas, right? Um, since they have moved the Rose Bowl game to Texas, this civic organization, the Tournament of Roses, they have gotten into a legal battle with the city of Pasadena, where the Rose Bowl usually takes place. The city of Pasadena says that they have rights to the trademarks that the Tournament of of Roses has. So the trademarks for Rose Bowl and the Rose Bowl game, the city where the parade takes place, the city is saying, we have rights to your trademark as well. And Tournament of Roses is saying, girl, who you think you're talking to? We paid for these trademarks. Yeah, it takes place in your city, but that's about it. So I want to know from you guys, right? Now, we know that Tournament of Roses, they are a nonprofit organization. They take, you know, the Rose Bowl takes place in Pasadena. Should a municipality, when I say municipality, it can be a county, it can be a city, a town, you know, uh, a neighborhood, should they be able to have rights to trademarks for, uh, you know, municipality-wide events, because the Tournament of Roses, it basically takes over the whole city, you know, everybody gets involved. Does the city have rights to the Tournament of Roses trademarks for the Rose Bowl or the Rose Bowl game, or do you think the city of Pasadena is doing too much? What do you guys think? Because Tournament of Roses, it's, there's no contest. They do have these trademarks, Rose Bowl and Rose Bowl game. But what the city of Pasadena is saying is that, hey, you know, this this parade, this Rose Parade, it takes place in our city every year. So we feel like we have some rights to the name as well. Do you think that the city of Pasadena has a credible argument here? Do they have a right Um, any right to the trademark terms of Rose Bowl or Rose Bowl game? Should they have a say in where the Rose Bowl takes place? What do you think? What y'all think? Mm. Sincere39 said no. Sincere39 does not think that the city of Pasadena has any rights to the the terms Rose Bowl or Rose Bowl game. Do you watch the Rose Bowl, Sincere39? I know you're into sports. Um... I agree with you. I think the city of Pasadena is doing too much. Um, 76 Green Bay took it right out of my mind. Pasadena doing too much. Like the world, they had to pivot. Absolutely. I think people are just trying to, you know, hold on to whatever they can because COVID has taken so much. And I'm sure that the Rose Bowl brings in a lot of money to the city of Pasadena. Think about all of the floats that come in. Think about all of the people that come in. That's a lot of revenue. So the city of Pasadena has a very vested interest in trying to keep the Rose Bowl as close to them as possible. So I think this is a reach. I think they're going to lose. But, you know, nice try, girl, I guess. Um... But I, but I understand the Rose Bowl is probably a big chunk of their revenue. Cheryl said, I think they're asking too much. I think they are as well. Sincere 39 thinks so. Okay. So we're all on, on the same page. All right. So we will wait and see. I hope this nonprofit organization, you know, I hope they're able to be like, see you later city of Pasadena. We're going to stick on down with Texas because they're not trying to steal our trademark. So good luck to them. All right. Okay. Moving on to our third story. No, this is like our fifth story of the evening. We did one, two, three, four. Okay. Okay. Fifth story of the evening. Have any of y'all ever, um, hold on. Since the other night said, what about social distancing? 
that's look sincere 39 we just have to we have to resign ourselves to the fact that some people just do not care about covid or social distancing and all we can do is you know make things as safe as we can okay all right moving on to our next story of the evening has anybody here heard of dish network if you have heard of dish network give me a plate emoji (laughs) Um, Dish Network is a satellite cable company. You know, they come and they install a satellite in your house and you get the channels and stuff. And whenever the wind blows, your, t- your, your TV reception goes out. <laughs> if you have heard of Dish Network, give me some type of plate emoji. Okay. Um, why am I talking about Dish Network? I want you to know that Dish Network is about to be $2.7 million richer. Okay. Um, Apparently, there is a company called East IP TV. Um, they were a hosting company that was allowing, um, that was broadcasting pirated channels from Dish Network. And Dish Network found out about this and they sued this hosting company. Now, when they sued the company, they didn't really have any names. They were suing a bunch of, of John Doe's and IP addresses. But they did find one name, a man by the name of Ahmad Al-Shaman. Cheryl Weiss, I said I have. Okay. Um, and Dish Network, they sued East IPTV and this gentleman, Ahmad Al-Shaman, um, but nobody showed up in court, so they, thank you, 76 Grim K for the emojis, thank you, JT Black, but nobody showed up in court, right, so Dish Network got a default judgment, what does a, what is a default judgment, if you go, if you have to go to court, if two people have to go to court, and one of them doesn't show up and doesn't tell the court that they're not going to show up, the court doesn't like that. So they will automatically rule in favor of the person that showed up. So Dish Network showed up to court. East IP TV did not. So the judge said, oh, you're not going to show up? I'm going to rule in favor of Dish Network. So Dish Network, they were suing for $150,000 for each work that this hosting company was uh, was was uh streaming without permission and in total they are to be awarded 2.7 million dollars now remember i told you a lot of the people that they filed against were john does how many of you think dish network is is going to see a dime of this 2.7 million dollars if you think that dish network is going to be able to actually get this money give me a money bag emoji okay if you think Dish Network is actually going to be able to get this money. Give me a money bag emoji. Okay, because I don't, I, while, you know, I agree with the judgment in their favor, I think it's too many parties and they're not going to be able to chase them down. It's too many IP addresses. You don't even have everybody's name. And I don't even know if Ahmad Al-Shaman has all of this $2.7 million for you. So um, that's my two cents. But y'all let me know what y'all think, Okay. But I want to get to this last story. Cecilia uh, said, "Probably not." I agree with you. I want to get to this last story because we're about to go over time. Um, if you have heard of seventy-six Grimke, okay, said no. If you have heard of the R and B artist Her, give me some sunglasses in the. Um, give me some sunglasses in in the in the emojis or the sunglass emoji guy. 
if you have heard of her. Her, she performed at the, uh, at the Super Bowl. She performed America the Beautiful. Uh, she has a very famous song called Focus um, that has a remix with Chris Brown. If you have heard of her, Cheryl said that'll be a lot of work. I don't think they'll get their money. I agree with you, Cheryl. Thank you for the emoji 76 Grimke, okay? So her, her, I like her music. She had, you know, she is the closest thing. Thank you, Cynthia 39. You love her, Cheryl? Okay. She's the closest thing to like R&B that we have because everybody keep putting out this vibey music that has no soul. I need runs. I need emotion. I need all that, right? And you know, her, she give me some of that. Um, if you know Cher, um, her's song, Focus, Give me an F in the comments, because your mom loves her. Okay. If you know the song Focus, give me an F in the comments. Um, because uh, her is being sued for $3 million because of Focus. Uh, apparently, there is a musician by the name of Andre Sims. Um, Andre Sims, in 2017, created a piano medley, melody um, called Endless Minds. You can actually go look it up on YouTube. He plays it, and the, the, the melody is identical to Focus. Identical. Um, thank you, Cheryl, for the F. Uh, Andre Sims is suing her and two of her producers, because one of them is actually on record saying that they heard Andre Sims' melody and brought it to her, and she wrote the lyrics for it. But they never credited this musician. So he's been coming after her and her people for, you know, a couple of years. Um, and my question is, why would you do that? Why would you go on T, you know, on some platform and say you found this guy's stuff on YouTube, use it for a song and not attempt to give him credit? And now you're about to cost her some money, right? So what do you think happened here? Where was the breakdown in communication? Why wouldn't they contract Andre and say, hey, your melody's dope. Can we buy it from you? Because there is an actual record of you. There's a recording of you saying you found it on YouTube. 76 Grimke said that's stupid and greedy. Okay. I agree with you. So Andre is suing for $3 million. Do you think that's a reasonable amount for Andre to sue for? The song was pretty popular. Do you think $3 million is a reasonable amount for Andre to try and sue for? 76 Grimke said stealing people's work. That is stealing people's work. Now, we, you know, regardless whether her found it herself or somebody brought it to her, if you listen to the two samples, it, they are identical. So at some point, her heard it and her, she heard it and she wrote the lyrics to this song, right? So is, is Andre asking for $3 million? Is that reasonable? And a lot of you are saying yes. Hi, Mark Joseph. I think it's reasonable as well. You know, I love her's music. She's doing very well. Um, the song did very well. She's getting a lot of gigs. She just performed for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, so uh, I think that Andre's, and she, he's not just suing her. He's suing her and two of her producers. So I think he's well justified in the amount that he's asking. He's been trying to reach them for the last three years or so, and nobody's gotten back to him. Like, what is the problem? Give this man some money. Like, he earned it. Because this song has taken you really far. But, um, yeah. But those were the stories that I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Uh, I apologize. Okay. Um, Cheryl said he's in his right to ask for that amount. I agree with you. 
Um, thank you guys for hanging with me tonight. We, uh, we went a little, she made that for the Super Bowl performance. Do you get paid for the Super Bowl? I thought artists paid to be in the Super Bowl. I don't think you get paid for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. But um, we're going to be on tomorrow night because I did miss last night. I had a personal issue that I was attending to. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me today. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for your participation. It's always appreciated and it's always enjoyed. I want to again say happy birthday to my sister Joanne, uh, my cousin Jamina, and my cousin Aaron. They all have birthdays today. Thank you, 76 Grim K. I love the stories tonight, too. Thank you for, for giving me most of these stories. Uh, join me back here tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that you grab your MPL Legal Dish merch. Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm. If you find anything you want me to talk about, send it to my inbox. Y'all know I love it when you send me stories, okay? So I'm going to leave y'all here tonight. I got some stuff I got to go take care of before I go to gotta go to sleep. Take care of yourselves. Good night.